0: Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Spirited Life Podcast with me, psychic medium and intuitive teacher, Ashley Strong. I am so excited to be back with you guys today. It's been about two weeks. I fully have my voice back Um, and here we are. We have been traveling so much, um, really quick little vacations. We went camping. We went to see my aunt and uncle. It's been a really fun summer so far. Um, I usually take about two weeks off every summer from doing sessions, one week to kind of regroup mentally and spiritually myself, because if you are a practicing intuitive or do any kind of empathic or energy work, this could be nurses, it could be teachers, it could be anyone who's really dealing with other people and their emotions it's a lot of energy, right? Like we put a lot of energy out and sometimes we need to take a week to focus on our own intuitive wellness, our own spiritual hygiene, if you will. So I do this every summer about um for 2 weeks. So for the first week I focus on my own spiritual hygiene and for the second week I focus on the business, the things in the business that I can't get to when I'm doing back-to-back sessions. So things like website maintenance, emails, um, bookkeeping, all of that kind of stuff. And it actually is really therapeutic for me to remember and to return to the things about my business that I actually really love that are very grounded, right? So we always talk about having balance. And sometimes that balance is Balancing the spiritual with the physical. And for me, I love to do graphic design. I love to work on my website. I love to play with numbers. I love to do accounting. I know that sounds weird, but I like, I love doing my taxes every year. (laughs) I love those kinds of things because it really brings me back down to earth and just gets me into a different flow state than I am normally in. It really reminds me to be in the human, to be in my human presence, right? And so that is what I have been doing. And I actually hadn't planned to do a podcast episode today, but I was just outside doing yoga and now I'm on a walk with my dog. And I just felt really, really called to share something with you. Yesterday, and I'm going to try to put a clip in this episode of this, yesterday, I captured something on camera that happens every day, and it's become so normal that I don't really think about it as something that I should share with the world or as something, I don't know. It is very special, but it's just not something I really have ever thought to share. Every day when my son turned about two on, we started saying his affirmations in the car on the way to school or daycare. And we did this every day until he started riding the bus. I started teaching him this because affirmations were a really big part of what changed my life. Not in the fact of just saying them, because you know that I teach that we need to not only say our affirmations, but we need to connect with them emotionally or they're really not going to work. But sometimes we have to fake it until we make it. And so just learning about affirmations, learning about the things that I could say to myself and really developing that language skill, if you will, taught me how I was talking to myself. It brought more presence to the things I was saying inside of my head. So when you start saying affirmations consistently and you're saying things that are positive to yourself and you're saying things that you want to become and you're saying things that you want to hear then when you have that negative self-talk or you're affirming things that are negative, you're affirm because we're always affirming something. So when you're affirming the things that you don't want, it starts to help you notice when you're out of alignment. It starts to help you notice whether you believe the affirmations that you're saying or not by saying them consistently, it teaches you the language that's going on inside of your head when you're not really paying attention, when you're not doing it on purpose. Right. And so I started doing this with my son when he was little because I thought, man, if somebody would have taught me this when I was younger, maybe I wouldn't have had the issues with self-confidence or self-worth, or maybe I wouldn't have had the lack of mindset that I had growing up. Maybe I would have done things a lot differently. Maybe I would have gotten to know myself a lot earlier in life. And I still believe some of us never know ourselves, right? Like some of us grow gray and old and still don't know who we are, or what we love, because the world has told us what we love and who we are. The world has conditioned us into certain things. And so I chose from my son's very young age that I was going to condition him into believing that he was worthy. I was going to condition him into being a kind person. I was going to condition him into loving himself. I was going to teach him an abundance mindset That's my job as a parent, is to show up for him and give him the best knowledge that I know how. And so it was something small. It was something that we could do together every day and that got silly and got goofy. And so fast forward years later, and I started doing this with my daughter before she could talk. And so now we say our affirmations, we call them our I ams. We say our I ams every day on the way to daycare. Now, you guys, her daycare is five minutes from my house. (laughs) It's literally two neighborhoods over. But we get in the car, and even when she's having a bad day or she's grumpy because she's four, I'll start saying R.I.M.'s. And I'll say them whether she wants to or not. And by the end, she's usually giggly and laughing, and we're having a much better time. But lately, she's been wanting to say them. She says, I want to say them. I wanna lead, I wanna do them myself. And I'm like, okay. And so the other day I just decided like, let me record this and I put it on Snapchat and I'm gonna try to put it on Instagram later today. Um, I just don't like to share my kids' faces on my public Instagram because I've had so many people try to hack my account and um, copy my account, which maybe you've gotten a recent friend request from me lately. Let me just kind of sidebar here. People keep trying to replicate my account and some of my colleagues' accounts, and then they are sending people DMs about giving them a free reading or giving them a reading because they feel called to them. I will never do this. I will never do this. So If you get something like this from me, please know that it's not me. If I have something that I want to say to you, I'm, or I have a message for you, or I really do feel called to you, then I'm just going to show up in your inbox. I'm just going to give you the message. I'm not going to ask you to pay me for a reading. Okay. Remember, let's go back to that episode of psychic red flags. So there is someone trying to impersonate me. This is not me. We are working to get this count taken down. Um, This is the second time it's happened now. Okay. So that being said, back to the affirmations with the little ones. So this, or I plan to put this video up, but I need to figure out how to cover her face in it just for, you know, my own personal reasons. But I decided to record it the other day. And she started with, I am confident. And she said, I am love. And she said, I am powerful. I am abundant. I am kind. I am joy over and over and over and she always ends with I love myself but here's the thing and I've been doing this with my son since he was little and I do this with myself you may have heard me say this um, before how I get my vibe up if my vibe's really low I'll drive around and I'll just say my vibe is high my vibe is high my vibe is high and I keep saying it over and over and over again until I feel a shift And you will feel a shift. If you say it with enthusiasm, if you say it with some power behind it, you will get a shift. You will feel something happen and your vibe will change. And so she does this with, I love myself. And she goes, I love myself. I love myself. And she says it until she's out of breath. And then she says at the end, which this is not something I taught her, but I love it. I win at the end. Every single time I win, mommy. And I'm like, yeah, girl, you do win. You do win. And so... What's interesting about this is when she's doing it on her own now, and I think for girls especially, it's really important to teach them how valuable they are from a young age, how powerful they are from a young age, how smart they are, how capable they are. Of course, I've been doing this with my son, and it's equally as important for him. But she's four, and I've already heard her coming home and saying people at daycare said, you know, I'm not beautiful or I'm not smart or I'm not being perfect. And She's four, and she's worried about being perfect because someone at daycare told her her handwriting, which by the way, this kid's doing multiplication. She's four. (laughs) Someone told her her handwriting wasn't perfect. And that is why instilling these things within them is so important to teach them their worth, to teach them from a young age who they are. Because you know what happens when I ask her when she says people are saying mean things or this kid at daycare says her dress isn't beautiful or whatever. I'm like, well, do you think you're beautiful? Yes. Do you think you're smart? I'm really smart, mommy. Do you believe in yourself? Yes, but this person doesn't. I'm like, but you do, right? I do, okay. Well, it doesn't matter what those other people think because the most powerful person in your life is you. And these are conversations that I have with my four-year-old and I'm not saying you have to do affirmations with your kids, but I am, I can tell you that these affirmations just because of the language that I was creating, the habits of language that I was creating within myself, whether I believe the affirmations or not really helped me change the habits of language that I was talking to myself unconsciously. Consciously, it's easy to tell yourself nice things. Unconsciously, it's not. And so when we start this repetitive pattern of saying nice things and, and affirming the things that we want to happen and affirming the things that we desire to happen beyond law of attraction, it's just creating healthy patterns within our minds. It's just creating a healthy habit. It's just creating a healthy language within ourselves, which obviously is going to have a natural ripple effect to the law of attraction. But what if you started your kids at a young age and you did it at bedtime or you did it when you were driving, but you made it an everyday thing? It becomes their normal. It becomes their habit. And my son does the same thing. I hear them sometimes. I have a video of my son, probably around four or five, too. And he was, like, trying to shoot a basket or something, and he just kept saying to himself, I believe in myself, I believe in myself, I believe in myself, and he got the basket. And I have it on video, like, it's just the best thing. And so, as adults, we know we need to work on these things, but kids, they're sponges. We, pro- we program them whether we want to or whether we realize we're doing it or not. So why not program them in a way that's going to support them throughout life? Why not program them in a way that's going to help them have the confidence that they need before other people try to take it away so that they adopt this as their truth instead of I have to prove myself to other people, right? Right? And then the other thing I wanted to say, which really called me to actually do this podcast in the first place, is it's really hard to fully love someone else if you don't love yourself first. And I think we all know this, but still it's easier to love somebody else, right? It's easier to act like we love somebody else. It's easier to do things for other people. It's easier to be kind to other people than it is for ourselves. We're so hard on ourselves. We're so hard on ourselves. To the point that I went to the beach with a bunch of girls I didn't know and everybody's talking about their bodies and how they wish they could change this and this and this. And everybody is perfect. Every single one of them was gorgeous and perfect and absolutely beautiful. And I was just like, you guys, like we, myself included, we are so hard on ourselves. Why, why? Who told us it has to be this way? What if we just started speaking kind words to our bodies? What if we just started speaking kindly about ourselves? And the conversation shifted. But when it comes to our kids or younger generations or siblings or whoever, we have to remember that it's really hard to unconditionally love another person fully without having patterns show up, without having, um, without self-sabotaging the relationship, without, you know, being so uncomfortable with things, being comfortable that you create uncomfortable situations. You guys know what I'm talking about. And so if we can learn to love ourselves, then all of our relationships improve. We become better people for this world. And so if we can teach our kids how to ultimately love themselves from such a young age, then they become kinder people naturally, organically. They become more loving people naturally and organically. And maybe this is how we can start to really shift things in this world. Maybe this is how we start to undo A lot of the pain, a lot of the violence, a lot of the things that have been going on, a lot of the judgment, a lot of the, if you don't agree with me, then we can't be friends. Like there's so much of that lately, right? So what if we just taught our kids to fully love themselves, to be kind to themselves, to embrace who they are, to love their own quirks like love those things about them instead of dislike those things about themselves. If we can teach our kids to be kinder to ourselves, I guarantee you they're going to grow up and be kinder people to those around them. They're not going to grow up and be the bullies. They're not going to grow up and allow themselves to be bullied. That's another part of it. My son sometimes says he has trouble making friends I always see him playing with kids but he says he has trouble making friends and one thing I have noticed about him when he said he's when he says he's having issues I will say okay well what did you do how did you handle that and he says well you know I'll just say okay I'm gonna go play over here or he he usually handles it in a way that supports himself, that doesn't, he doesn't try to be anybody else. Let me put it that way. He doesn't try to be somebody else for other people. And said so he's just like, oh, okay, well, I'll go play my own thing, which of course as a parent, like breaks my heart for him. But at the same time, I'm so proud of him for not trying to be who they want him to be. Because as a kid, that's who I was. I was like, oh, okay, you don't like this. Well, I'll change that about myself. Or how do I make you more comfortable around me? And that went on well into adulthood and still creeps up sometimes. It's called (laughs) people-pleasing. I'm a recovering people-pleaser. And so that is one thing I love about him is that he doesn't try to become somebody else for other people. He has enough confidence, enough self-worth in himself. He loves himself enough to know like, okay, I am who I am. I'm not going to be someone else for you. I love that he's so artistic, he's so artistic, but let's face it, parents, artistic kids are messy kids. And so he is a messy kid. He loves to create paper scraps. He loves to do science experiments. He loves to do all of these things. And I don't love it because usually I'm the one that cleans it up, but I love it for him. I love that he is fully himself. And so I don't, I try not to express, (laughs) my issues with the mess. Instead, I say, wow, you're so creative. Wow. Look at what you're doing. Wow. I would have never thought of that. And really get into his world and show him that I'm interested in who he is. And same thing with my daughter. And granted, she's four. So we're still kind of learning what she loves and who she is. But every time she shows me who she is, I fully embrace that. Even her loudness. She's so loud. and <laughs> I'm very clear audience. So, you know, sometimes. I try to embrace it as much as I can. But all I'm here to say to you today is that the way we speak to ourselves and about ourselves greatly influences our kids, especially until the age of seven. Like until the age of seven, they are just sponges. They're taking up everything. They're basically little geniuses until then. And they're also very empathic and very intuitive. And so it is our job as parents not to like shut those things down. But remember, you can can say, and you can apply this to any relationship, right? Like actions speak louder than words. Like your words are very powerful, very, very powerful. We're literally talking about words. We're talking about affirmations. But your actions, your example is so much more impactful then those words will be. And so whether you look at it with yourself or whether you look at it with your kids, when they see you saying your affirmations, whether you want to, whether you're feeling it or not, that's getting programmed into them. Oh, mommy does this. Oh, daddy does this. Oh, this is, this is something we're supposed to do versus talking about money in a negative way. Then they think that's what they're supposed to do, right? That's what I thought I was supposed to do. And so when it comes to yourself, Action speak louder in words in that you're willing to take the action to say the right words to yourself. That is an action. Just like meditation. I was just talking with someone about this the other day. Like meditation feels like, oh, I'm sitting here doing nothing. Meditation is incredibly productive. Maybe one of the most productive things that you can do because you're clearing space. You're creating new pathways. You're allowing inspiration, ideas, and clarity to come to you meditation is not wasted time. Meditation is not being lazy. Meditation is absolutely productive. And so if there's one thing that I can say, people ask me about kids and, um, you know, like how to be better for their kids and how to be better, you know, examples. And this is the one thing that I can say is start saying affirmations with them. Whether you do it at bedtime, at bedtime, we usually say what we're grateful for. I try to go over what we're grateful for every day, send love and light to the world, things like that. But you do it how you want, what works best for your family. For me, what works best is that car drive. How am I spending this five, 10 minutes alone with my kid? How can I impact her world today? How can I be silly and be goofy and make her feel happy before she starts her day? And that's saying a few affirmations. And I have seen, and I promise you, the, the way that she treats herself is incredible. The way that she looks in the mirror when I'm not around and she says, I am beautiful. The way that she dances through the halls with an amazing amount of confidence is beautiful. And here's one thing that I want to add to that because it, it I was just reminded a lot of kids and my son is a quiet kid he's pretty quiet a lot of kids a lot of people myself included which is funny given my job have trouble with public speaking they don't want to speak in front of public in front of people they want they don't want to dress up they don't want to do like the weird costume things at school they don't want to do these things and really all that is is a lack of confidence right it's like oh is this person going to think i'm silly or goofy or You know, like, what if they don't like my talent in the talent show? Or what if they think my costume is too much? Or what if I am too much? You know, we all have these questions in our heads. Every single time there has been, let's say, a spirit day or a dress-up day or a crazy hair day or a talent show, a talent show, my son is always one of the only kids that does it. And not because, and I fully am like, oh, wow. Like I tell him every time, like, you're so brave for doing that. I'm so proud of you for doing that. And he's like, why? I'm like, I don't know. I just, I never did those things because I was too scared. And he's like, well, did you want to do it? And I'm like, yeah. he's like, well, I want to do it. And I think it's pretty cool. So I'm going to do it. Like what I'm saying is he has the confidence to do things a lot of people don't. And I really believe it's from what I have told him or what I, he's seen me tell myself in front of him and what he has said to himself. Because I make him say the I am versus I say I say my I ams, they say their I am, right? Instead of me saying you are this or you are that, it's I am this, I am this, I am this. And so this year he got up in front of his whole class and sang without um, – without notes or without any music or anything, sang one of his favorite songs and did a dance to it and had another kid come up there with him. And he taught that kid the song and the dance while he was doing it during their talent show. And I just love embracing this confidence. And I love that he has the confidence and the trust in himself to do these things and fully be who he is. Right. And I think that's just all in how we teach them to treat themselves. Not in how we treat them. Someone can tell you you're beautiful all day long, and you're not going to believe them. It comes from within us. It comes from belief within us. So people ask me all the time about like any spiritual parenting tips or mindful parenting tips, and and this is my really my biggest one, my go-to. Besides teaching them how to breathe, besides teaching them, you know, their own coping mechanisms, it's this because this is what everything else in life stems off of. Their relationship with themselves is what the rest of their life will stem off of. As promised, here is a little clip of my little girl saying her I am's first thing in the morning on the way to daycare. I enjoy. I enjoy. I enjoy. I love myself. 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 Woo! I win! So, I've rambled long enough. Um, I do want to do another episode on Psychic Kids coming up. I have it on my list. I have made so much space with these two weeks. I have, like, so many article and podcast ideas. I'm so excited to share them with you guys. I hope you are having the most beautiful day. And remember, you guys, the intuitive development program is open with over 40 videos on how to develop each of your clairs, how to manage each of your clairs, how to tune in and out of being so empathic, how to work past your fear and your doubt and all of it. So there's also a lot of mindset work in there. There's also a lot about how to raise your vibration. There's so much in it, the intuitive development course. And as always, there is a discount code in the show notes. So I am going to pop off of here and continue on with the rest of my day. Thanks for hanging out with me. I hope this episode supported you and the ones that you love. I love you. Have a beautiful day. Until next time.